Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast. The most dramatic podcast ever. With iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. I'm Ben Higgins. <laughs> and I'm Chris Harrison. Welcome to the most dramatic podcast ever with Ashley I. And she's not here. So as a result, Chris and I are going to co-host this with one of our favorite people in the world, Jason Tardick. Jared. Jared's here. Um, we are in, uh, well, Ben, tell them where we are. We are in Carmel, California. This is a very special event for iHeart. We bring anybody we can out to iHeart to interview them because we like them. So Jason, you were in here earlier, but when Chris and I were talking about this with Dean, we said this trip is really meant for us to invite people we like to hang out with, to catch up on our lives. And you're definitely one of those people. And so tonight, um, I don't think it's a secret that we have a lot to catch up with you on, but then also we want to talk to you about your future. Like what's exciting outside of, you know, obviously what's going on and in, in the news right now. Um, but let's obviously start with like, your, like, should we start with the middle East? Where should we, like, <laughs> what, what problems should we solve tonight after four bottles of wine at the uh, mission ranch? Well, I think Chris, the thing we should start with is Jason. Are you single? Guys, it's good to be here. <laughs> yeah, I got Dean here, Chris here, Ben here. I feel like I'm back in 2018. It is good to be here. You know, Jay and I am I single? Long, yes. Jay and I had a long talk in because uh, he came to Austin and oh, yeah. we hung out for a while. And he was a the only person who I've ever done a podcast with at my house. 
And then he spent the night. We had a sleepover. We had a sleepover. Yeah. Why did that happen? I want to hear the backstory because what happened, we were going to dinner at night and I was standing next to Lauren and she goes, I love Jason Tardick. I said, well, that's great. That's I love Jason Tardick. But why do you love Jason Tardick? She goes, because Jason Tardick helped break down boxes at my <laughs> house. He's, he, the guy did one nice thing. He's gotten I more made my bed too. He's gotten more mileage off this one <laughs> benevolent You've act. You've done it a hundred times yeah, for her. I've been breaking up boxes, taking out the trash for five years. You know, Jay comes by one afternoon, kicks a box, and she's like, oh, he's the greatest guy in the world. <laughs> Think, you know, living with Gandhi all of a sudden. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll so take he's, it. He's been, he's been selling that for a while. But, uh, you yeah, know, we did. We we got deep. It was a it was a honestly a very emotional night for both of us. Oh, got uh, deep. And we kind of we got done and we we just kind of went down the hall in separate ways and we're like we just got to be. We're going to bed. Yeah, we need some quiet time. <laughs> Peace. Here. It was a it was a it was a deep one. It was a good one. It, it was, was therapeutic. Good. It was good. Yeah. And thank you for having me. It was me cathartic, and I think it was something we we needed. And it's something like we've all become good friends. So we can all have these conversations. And it's probably dangerous to be doing this after, you know, four bottles of wine. Um, but Jay and I did talk about him being single and about looking for love. And I'm sure you've dated more since. I've seen you out where and about. You've, you've seen me. Where have you seen me? I mean, <laughs> if Inst I, the thing with, with Jay is oh, Instagram is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Right? 90% of it is below the water. <laughs> so if I'm seeing 10% of the entertainment value of his oh, life, I can good. only imagine what's going on. That's good. Yeah, life is good. It's, it's changed a lot since our last conversation. So everything is going because, quite well. Okay, how's it changed? Because you it seem like just, you're on the uptick. Just in a lot of ways. Uh, I think like last time we talked, like obviously, there are a lot of emotions. What's good about emotions is you get those things out, you name it to drain it, and um, you go through the grieving process. I've gone through that process. I have full acceptance. And so that feels good. I feel lighter every day. You know, for me, I was watching from the outside. So I got to see the headlines and listen to the episode. The two of you are great at that. Like I had no doubt that the two of you would dive in authentically uh, and, and really pull out the emotions. And I think it's good for people to hear mm -hmm. because it does like the reactions are very positive. Like it keeps people update updated with where you're at in life, Jason. Yeah. But we're here now. Like, I guess the question I have for you is like, what are you looking forward to now in the future? Like this is a whole new start for you. If they listen to the podcast on the most dramatic podcast ever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they kind of got a, a baseline of where you're at in life. Now we're here in Carmel a few months later, a month later. Like what's next for you? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to give me that platform with these two giant podcast hosts, I got to take the platform to do a little plug. I have a new book coming out, right? Talk money to me. So I'm, I'm very focused on that book. Um, I'm also very transparent with things like that. If I sell one book or I sell, I don't know, probably 50,000 books, it's not going to put another penny in my pocket. I'm just very passionate about the subject matter of we have to learn finances. And then when we learn finances, we have to learn how to protect them uh, with ourselves, grow them with ourselves, and then grow as a unit with someone else. So the new book comes out in April. I'm excited for that future. Um, I'm excited for have an agency that's, that's really, really doing well. We doubled our revenue last year. We're, we're probably going to hit close to eight figures this year, which is exciting. And um, I don't know. I think aside from just business, it's more of this 
I'm in this weird phase of life where I've thought about it. I really haven't been single, like straight up single, single since like 2017. Okay. So let me just explain that briefly. They start casting for The Bachelor right. in early 2018, like early, late 2017. You go on the show, got off the show. Then the show's airing was in the top three. So they have to like, you know, they, they kind of give you the guidance, like watch what you're doing. So I was careful. So there was probably like a two, three month window where I was single in 2018. And then X and I are together. We break up. It's really been since 2017, I've been single. And then 10 years through my 20s, I was like corporate soldier, tell me where to go, how to go. So this is the first time in my life that I have like financial freedom. I'm single. And I could just do what I want to do, how I want, when I want. So this is the year for me, like aside from all that work stuff that I put out there, I'm just like, I don't know if I could swear on this podcast, but I'm just like, fuck it. Like, just that, let loose and enjoy life. It's a dangerously life. awesome combination. Yeah, it is. Because uh, you said things have changed since our podcast the last time you and I chatted. And that was, you were still, I would I would say if we could name it, you were in the morning phase. You were still I was, figuring oh, things out in the morning I phase. I was grieving of, through yeah. different, like through through like bargaining and trying to figure out. Well, you're a, a smart guy. Confusion, you're trying to process like, this. Yeah. And name it and label it and figure out where it goes. Of course. Yeah now if we were going to label this chapter, where are we? It's acceptance and pure, purest form of clarity. And, uh, and it just excited, like excited for what's next in my life. I, I want to have family. I want to have kids. I recognize I'm 35. So I know that there's, there's only so much time for this period of my life where I could just be the main priority and go. So I would name it as like, clarity go and stop overthinking just like go go do it so you have the business a little financial freedom you've dealt with all the issues and my guess is you've you're also realizing you know you got a modicum of fame right you got a little name recognition out there so you're enjoying this chapter right now it seems i don't when, so when you phrase it like that i don't I, the, the whole like those things are great but that's not why I'm enjoying it. Truly. I'm enjoying it because for so long, I've been so bogged down of worrying about everyone else and taking care of everyone else. And in, if you get into like therapy, it's the rescuer, which is like an unhealthy version of the coach. And I'm excited to just take care of me. And so fame, whatever, all that bullshit, like I don't care. It's just like, I have so much light that I don't feel so much empathy for people I once loved. And I feel so much care for what I want. And so that's truly what I'm most excited about. Right? Like all that stuff is like bullshit. I think all the fame and all well, these, all these things we get, it, it helps, helps it, it like, helps on a business level. It helps with your yeah. book. It helps with the podcast. It, it, it plays it a helps. part in it. Yeah. yeah it plays in it. It hundred percent helps. You can't deny that all that stuff helps, but it, all that does to me is just give, it provides an ability to have financial freedom and financial freedom then allows me to do what I want, i.e. coming out to Carmel for a couple of days right. and see people I love and, and have cared for since 2018. I think it's cool in this world. Like how often do you meet people from an unscripted show? And then six years later, whether we're on the mic or not, we're checking in, Ben, we're calling each other, talking business, talking about the mastermind stuff. Chris, how's life? How's family? How's married life? Like to me, that is such a cool thing. So it's a mix of everything, yeah. I guess. But to me, it's the financial freedom, I guess, that it, it provides. And who knows when it ends, right? You just, you know, it could all end tomorrow. 
Well, you're doing a lot. I mean, Chris and I talked earlier and uh, we talked with Dean about the passions and what has been created from the show. And you've done a lot. Uh, you know, you'd be a great example to many on what you can do with the opportunities provided. And then I also would believe if you never went on the show, you would have done great with or without it. But I think the big question for so many and myself included is what are you looking for? Like, what is this next season? If you dreamed of what this next season would look like for you, like what are the things in in the future that you would love to have like attached to the Jason name? So be a little more specific because I could, I could like, answer what does that relationship look like to you. Yeah. What does, re- what does family look like to you? What is this? Yeah. Bi- I mean, you've created some incredible businesses that yeah. you're, like you said, are hopefully going to create eight figures in 2024. Yeah. But like, like when you look at the end of 2024, maybe yeah. we're in December, let's say, yeah. like, what do you hope is attached to your name? I think if I look at like personally, let's do, I think like, a, let's look five, let's look like three to five years, right? Okay. Three to five years. I would love to be married with kids, find my person hundred percent. Um, and then professionally, I've learned that y- you can have all these aspirations and dreams. And I think everyone here, we know curveballs come our way and you just expect the unexpected. So just try and be better than I was yesterday. Like learn from yesterday and try and be and grow as an individual within like the different tracks I'm kind of going. Right. So, but for me, it's like continue to explore, to find myself, learn from the mistakes. And then I don't know. I, I, I want to find someone, right? Like I, that is the goal. Like when I think about my personal life, like I want a family and I want to have kids and those are things I want. And I, I have so much, it took me a long time in life to learn confidence, long time, posture syndrome, all of these things. When it comes to professional world, I just, I know I have confidence that if I'm backed against the wall, I'm going to figure it out. I know I'm going to. So now I'm just so much more focused on do the things I know I can do in work, but like also just developing myself every day in a way I, I can just be a better person to myself, if that makes sense. It does. And I don't, want this to be a bash on Caitlin because you and I both know Caitlin well. Chris knows Caitlin well. We're friends with Caitlin. Um, But relationships that don't work out teach you something. Um, They do. Like with my relationship with Lauren, it taught me something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now that I'm with Jess, she was the person I was looking for. What characteristics and next partner are you kind of looking for? Because I know there's a lot of women out there that are probably like, I would love to date a Jason Tardick. <laughs> like nice he is event. a really attractive dude who has his stuff together. But like, as you've kind of gone through different seasons of life, what characteristics are you looking for in your next partner? Um, number one for sure is a, a unit in which the support that's given is matched in return. Um, Number two, I would say, is uh, honesty and, t- and integrity. Uh, I think when you get caught in love clouds, it's easy to avoid a lot of those things. I think number three is we live in a world in which uh, so much is working against relationships and so much is working against happiness. And I think the more happiness you have, the more envy there becomes. And when that envy enters, 
you need such a solid unit that your partner um, in the room with you and without you in the room is there for you and they have your back, right? So those are three huge things um, that I'll be looking for. What were you blinded by with the love? What, the love cloud thing is interesting. Yeah, the I mean, the love cloud's interesting. And, and it, I hate to bring it back to the book, but I do. My background's business and finance and accounting. That's that's my heart. My grandpa told me it's taught me at 16. And I think it's the perspective is even in the book, like I was so caught up in the love cloud, even fundamentals that I know and teach and preach every day, I didn't even look into. I talk about it in the book. And so I think in general, anyone that's out there, if you've gotten caught in the love clouds, it's easy to lose sight of a lot of things. Some of the things I already mentioned and some of the things that you might know better than the back of your hand. And sometimes it you have to take a, a beat to say, just check in, right? Like check in with yourself. So are you saying you lost yourself in this relationship? <laughs> You're good. I think, I think, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a very fair assessment that, that there were times in this relationship that I had lost myself. Yeah. Uh, and as a result of that, um, you get caught up in like a cloud of, of you're so into the love of it and the idea of it, you lose focus of kind of like your just overall compass direction and foundational focus for what is right and isn't right. And I think I could be wrong, but I do think there's a lot of people out there that when love enters, you start to be blinded by those things, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're so infatuated with that overwhelming feeling of bliss that you have been searching for, whether it's been a month, two months, a year, three years, whatever it might be. And that's a good learning lesson for me. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. 
It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris and I were talking about earlier, and uh, you and I actually were talking about the airport, and you asked me a good question, like, two, mo- two years in a marriage, what's life look like? Mm-hmm. You know, like, what, what, what is it? Because it's a good question. Yeah. Like, I couldn't answer that before two years of marriage. Yeah. I didn't, wouldn't know. And, and I said, you know, if I were to, I'm speaking at a church on Sunday, uh-huh. and I'm speaking to, a, like, a, at some point, uh, a group that's single. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I want to make sure to implement into them is one singleness is fine. Like be single as long as you need to be single. The second is when you get married, like when you're committing to somebody, there's a beauty in the fact that now in two years in this, I can confidently tell you that there is a partner out there that will release like some type of stress from your life. Not all stress. There's a whole new stress to marriage. But for me, like my life is freer (laughs) Now that I'm married, like my life, like, yes, there's a whole new burden that has been placed on myself as a husband. Yeah. But overall, I found an incredible partner, like an amazing woman who wants my life to be better, who wants her life to be better. And as a result, like she wants to support both those things. And I didn't know that when I was in your position, right? I went through a breakup on this show. Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, for me, I was in a spiral of like, maybe life is never what I thought it would be. Like maybe marriage is not what I ever pictured it would be. (laughs) Maybe it would be full of pain and like I would have to sacrifice a lot, but it's not that. Like for me, I don't have to sacrifice a lot 
for my marriage other than just trying to be a good husband to my wife. Yeah. And, and I think that's exciting for you. Like, yeah, you're in a very similar position at this point in time where you're coming out of this relationship and let's, we don't need to bad mouth or like put hate on either one of you, mm -hmm. right? Both of you hold a, a deep level of respect in our hearts, but it wasn't right. And so now you enter in, like out of that mm -hmm. into this whole new season. And I know Chris and I talked about it earlier. We're excited for you on what this new partnership looks like. And that's why I asked you the question, like, what are you looking for now? And Chris, you know, went even better than, than I could and say like, what does that like love cloud look like? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I think, yeah, I think you, you bring up a few good points. I think um, even when you look at just, you talk about like, I know you said you don't want to bad mouth anyone. And I don't think anyone should be. I think even when you look at why relationships didn't work, that's why I even hate even stepping into these conversations to Chris, I mentioned on your podcast, mm -hmm. it's always, I, I always start to, to, I could feel it. I, I am already deregulated talking about it. Why am I deregulated talking about it? Deregulate talking about it because I have a very, very long laundry list of why things didn't work out in this relationship. Right. And my ex also has a very long list and there's no way those lists connect. Mm -hmm. And my perspective is going to be a lot of hearsay and opinions and her perspective is going to be a lot of hearsay and opinions. And when you enter into conversations like this with friends and mutual friends and in a world that's so small, I want to treat it with the same respect I would expect my significant other. And while I don't think that's been the case at this point, I'm still going to stand here and not really dive into those things. Right? Like, so I, uh, there's, there's three reasons why it didn't work out. There's reasons why we are where we are. And I think to your point, Ben, all you can do in these situations, the only thing is look in the mirror and say, where did I miss? Where can I be better? How do I grieve and get clarity? And for my next partner, I better show up in a million better ways than I didn't show up in my last relationship. And that's the journey I'm on right now. Are you surprised the breakups had such a shelf life? That is, you know, there's still headlines. There's still. No. Why? <clears throat> you, <laughs> uh, when you start to read and see the same, you read the same book and then you read it over, you know how it plays out. When you watch the same movie and then you watch it again, you see how it plays out. And there's been a lot of conversations about a lot of exes of my ex that one year, two year, five year, six year, seven year plus continue to hit headlines. So I'm not surprised. Chris, that's the question for you though. You've been around the show. You've been around relationships mm -hmm. maybe for a while. Why do headlines play out? You know, for mine, I felt like it was a, sh a shelf life. Right. Like it was like a six month shelf life where it was like, felt like the world was falling down around me. And then it never like really existed again. Yeah, when you're, I mean, and Jay and I talked about this when you're, you know, when you're in that tempest, it feels all consuming, you know, and I've talked to people that are on the show when they're going through stuff and I'm like, look, I know it feels like the waves are crashing over your head and you, you know, but if you took a look from, you know, 30, 50,000 feet, you'd realize this is such a minuscule part of your life and a minuscule part of the world. 
but you know, we don't ever have that perspective when we're going through stuff. I mean, it's impossible, right? Cause you're, we're all self-absorbed. We're, we're self-involved. And when things are happening to us, it's magnificent, right? It's huge no matter what it is. And so that's only human nature. But what's interesting is you're right. These things usually have a shelf life. If they continue to exist and, and prolong and, and seem to be exacerbated, it's, there's usually a reason why. And it's interesting. It's like, you know, and, and usually it's because someone wants it to, right? It's yeah. so someone is propelling it to make that happen. And it, I've just noticed like the headlines continue. Yeah. And, and what I, headlines continue though? Well, I just saw one today. But like, I think that the idea behind the headlines are things, a lot has to happen, right? And a lot has happened, you know, a lot has happened. Well, look, click in our day and age too, clickbait is a wonderful thing as Ben looks up the headline. You know, it is, it's interesting when you live in a world where we want one answer, like you said. Caitlin has a laundry list of reasons why this relationship didn't work. You have a laundry list of reasons why this didn't work. But for the, and, and when you're in a room like this with a bunch of friendlies and people that love you and we're talking and we know the layers of this thing and there yeah. are many layers to it. There always are. But when you get removed from it and it's just the listener and they're just looking for that one reason right we all yeah. want, we all want that one reason why give me the magic bullet <laughs> there's never a magic bullet there is never a magic bullet when there's a breakup there's always multiple multiple layers to how it got to that point but in this day and age of the clickbait and the headline we all want that right we all want that one reason of why did caitlin or why did jason you know like this will this will solve everything yeah and it's that's that's never the case but the headlines will keep going because uh, obviously it's getting the only reason it there's good feedback. People are listening and people are watching. Well, I think you're right. I mean, there's investment. And I think that maybe means people are invested in the relationship or people are invested into the breakup. I don't know if we could. That's good. I mean, it's, it's a good debate of like, I mean, clearly people are interested in Caitlin. Clearly people are interested in you. I mean, it it goes to your you know the Q Q rating right I mean obviously you were in the zeitgeist and people were interested in what's going on with Jason and what's going on with Caitlin and so like this you know it only prolongs if people are interested yeah I mean my take on it prolonging is just like I I don't I'm not the kind of guy that's going to step into stuff um, unless I have to protest for myself right yeah. and I don't and there's you know there's been a lot of <laughs> interesting things right but. I'm not going to step into anything unless I re- unless it's truly directed. And there's been a lot of like, it seems like passive aggressive, little digs here and there, interpretations. But yeah, I mean, it just it, it is what it is. And um, yeah, it's an it, it's an interesting like dichotomy of analyzing all that, right? I mean, we the, the funny but, thing is the three of us sitting here yeah. have all been in the same spot to a certain degree. Yeah. We've all been a part of the headlines. We've all been on the good end of them. Yeah. And the, the really shitty end of them. Yeah. And you know, they, they, they're both to the extremes. And when you're on the bad end and when things keep going, it's like, okay, you think it's over. And then there's another, yeah, and there's another one. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's tough. I mean, I know, you know, Ben with Lauren, when he was going through it, I dealt with him and with you. And then 
you guys both dealt with it with my sh- yeah um it's a lot it's a lot i think in in defense to both sides or any sides or your side or anyone's sides and your breakup side whatever headlines right the idea like just the business of it you create a headline so people click yeah the only thing these magazines are looking at is how many people click through if people click click keep clicking through, they will continue to create those headlines. And those headlines are always going to be taken out of context to get you to click through. What I would say to anybody that is reading a headline is like, actually read the full article, then make your interpretation. Read, just go four but paragraphs down. Just go four paragraphs. Yeah, read, but, the, read the end. Um, yeah, just read the but, end. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I here's a headline here. This is the one it. I was talking about. So it was published today. Says Jason Tardick would have told himself to wake the hell up <laughs> before moving in with ex Caitlin Bristow. So, yeah, so I, I haven't even done this yet, but I've, if I scroll down to the bottom, which is a freaking long article, man. Oh, I could, I could. It I could, says um, I could interrupt you and we'll yeah. finish it. Finish it though. I could, I could tell. Uh, the the final uh, paragraph says now this changed throughout the years of our relationship, but the point. Um, but to point at you a picture of how uninformed we were, here is a detailed list of all the numbers we didn't know before moving in together. Right. And it goes through credit score, total income. Oh, this is total probably your de- Trading Secrets podcast. Right. So, well, no, I'll, I'll break, like, let's talk. That's why I love the podcast I run, because we give behind the scenes of stuff like this. So behind the scenes, I have a book coming out. Again, if I sell one book or 10,000, I'm not going to make any more money. The book money. drops in April. The book drops in April. But the point is, is that... We had to, with a big publisher, we have to get an exclusive. That's, that's yeah. what you have to do. So who do we get an exclusive with? We get it with people. What does people do? They give a book exclusive. It gives credibility. So then you, what you do is you hand them the manuscript. So you give them the manuscript, and then you don't have control over what they write. Now, the whole entire point of that, that, that headline is such fucking bullshit because it provides zero context right. to the, the conversation in the first two chapters is to show relatability that no matter who's out there, even a guy, like not trying to put myself, but even a guy who's got an MBA in accounting and finance and has lent hundreds of millions of dollars and underwrote bank loans, he still, through a relationship and love, got lost in some of the things that matter when you look at something as a unit. And it was all in the first two chapters of me saying, this is where I screwed up. I want to show you my cards because I'm writing this book based on where I screwed up. Here are things you could do better. You got caught in that love take, cloud and, and then you they, didn't ask those important Yeah, questions. so then they take a line that's going to get yeah. people to click through. So that's a headline there. But the psychology of like why this, like, I mean, why are we still talking about the breakup? I mean, I think a lot of people can interpret that a lot of ways, but it's an interesting discussion. Um, yeah, it's a lot. So it's a twist in a, in a sense, promoting your book which mm-hmm. goes through all those things. Yeah. But it is a twist a little bit on like the overall message of, Hey, before you enter in a relationship or before you take these big decisions in life, think about X, Y, Z. Correct. And they say the headline is like, wait the hell up. Exactly. But for you, it's like just in general, whoever you're where, whoever you are, where, wherever you're at in life, Think about these things before you enter into these big commitments. Yeah, it was more of like if I'm asking you, Ben, for advice, and you're saying to me, Jason, you know, I screwed this up here and there, and I said to myself, Ben, wake the hell up. Like, think about this. That was the idea when writing this portion of the book. Like, wake up, Jason. Like, think about this stuff. And the idea was to connect to a reader. Like, 
I'm sure we all, every person in this room has made mistakes within their relationship and, and finances. So uh, that was like the, 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 the idea with it. But um, that's one headline. There's many others. Um, <laughs> I don't think that headline's probably a depiction of, of the others. And there will be many more. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. So, you know, that's what's interesting. And I've, I've read a lot of those lately. And I think what's, you know, the one thing about headlines and the one thing about relationships and breakups and perspectives and however anyone wants to talk is in 2024, it's really tough to rewrite history with words. So, you know, you can say what you want and you can put things out there and you can have different captions and, you know, different things out there. But when there's enough public record of things, you, you really can't rewrite history as much as you want to, no matter what types of form of kind of deception someone may or may not try to display. You just can't rewrite history. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Well, to close this, Jason, you do have a book coming out, (laughs) as we've mentioned. Why should somebody out there who's listening want to read your book? Talk money to me. Talk money to me. So if you don't know how to invest at all, it gives you a step-by-step of how to invest. That's one. If you don't know how to budget, it gives you a step-by-step of how to budget. If you don't know how to pay down your debt or understand your debt, it gives you a step-by-step of how to do that. If you don't know how to think about the idea of working with banks to get your first mortgage or maybe use equity lines to increase your wealth, like the basic idea of using lending to get approved and to then build your worth, this book will help you do it. And then in the book, every line or every word that is said that is like might be confusing in the business space, there's a full glossary. And that's just the business aspect. If you're then thinking about like, how do I talk money to myself? Because I don't have a great relationship with money. This book will teach you to do it. And if you're working with another partner to like build in, move in together and build a long lasting relationship of wealth as one, this book will teach you how to do it. So it's an intersection of love and money. There's so many books about how to master love. There's so many books how to master money and love and money are a huge part of like everyone's life and how we exist as one. So that's the kind of the premise about the book. And then the other thing too, is unfortunately in this world, like you look at true crime and all the things we do, we learn through hardships. There's a lot of really crazy stories out there of people who learned in really, really, really hard ways, like getting married, getting a mortgage, and instantly the next day, IRS, boom, has a tax lien on their whole house because they didn't recognize their husband they just married has a huge IRS tax lien. There's a lot of stories that we can learn through their experiences. So that's a little bit about that. It's the number one reason, right? It's the number one reason people get divorced, break up, whatever, money. Like yeah. Have these have these discussions. You and I talked about this. So, uh, And look, someday you'll end up in a room with Ben and I and slack slash joggers, boots with no <laughs> socks, and a shirt that's a jacket. That's right. Look at how far you've come. Look how far you've come, man. Here we are. Uh, Jason, <laughs> seriously, man, I, I appreciate you sitting down again and, and sitting down with Ben and I and... Uh, I'm glad we're all here. It's uh, we we said it with Dean and uh, you know Bob. Getty's coming in. Andrew Getty's Firestone's here. In. A bunch of friends are here, and uh, it's always good to get everybody together. Uh, check out the book. Talk money to me. Drops in April. Trading secrets. The podcast, um, which I've listened to many many times over, is brilliant stuff uh, on the economic side of life. Uh, so many just simple things we should all be doing. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me. Well, let me ask you two now while I got you as you're wrapping up. You can ask me anything. Two married men here. You've had a lot of success. 
One piece of advice for me. What do you got? Give me feedback. Tell oh, me man. what I could do better. Tell me what I need to do more <laughs> of or less of. Let's end with the two guys who have done it successfully. Teaching the guy who hasn't done it right. I'll start here. Yes. My honest opinion is this. Take some time. Um, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Take some time to decipher through all this BS right now. And figure out what you want. Um, I journaled which was a huge gift to me because I knew what I was looking for before this whole experience and then after. But uh, figure out what right now you feel like you're missing mm-hmm. and and be okay admitting it mm-hmm. and figuring out like there's a person out there for you who fills those gaps. You know, for me, this world was spinning faster than I could consume. And a lot of my friends and family were telling me, hey, you're never going to be that guy that can stay relevant, that can stay influential, that can stay in the spotlight. You're not that guy. And I wanted to fight that. Like, no, I can be that guy. Yeah. And they were like, you're not going to be that guy. It's not who you are, Ben. And, um, and finally I had realized I wasn't that guy. Like that wasn't what made me happy. Yeah. What made me happy was a life of somebody that would give me security, simplicity, contentment, but also push me to be the man I always dreamed of being. And um, when I finally realized that, hey, maybe my life wouldn't be marrying somebody that was in the spotlight, but marrying somebody who maybe made me my better self, Mm -hmm. then everything made more sense. And so, um, you know, the success financially or whatever that looked like, like that just maybe comes or it's kind of up to you. But when it comes to a partner, for me, it was just like, um, in a, in a sense, like settling into what I knew would be my best partner yeah, and not looking for whatever can make the headlines. Yeah. Jess and I don't make the headlines very often. We go to bed at 8, 15. <laughs> we watch a lot of gardens of the galaxy Sounds or beautiful. whatever's on TV. <laughs> Sounds um, lovely. And when I lay in bed at night, Jason, and I look at her and she lays her head on my chest. Um, we have a dog on my feet. I'll tear up saying it. Um, there's many a nights where I look at her and I, and I tell her like, this is my dream. Mm. And I never, maybe when I was on the show, I never believed it would be, but it is. And so I just say, take a second Mm -hmm. and step away and just say, Hey, outside of all this craziness, what do I dream of? Or what did I dream of? Mm -hmm. And go back to that. That's good advice. That's great advice. You didn't think when we were eating pot brownies in Jamaica that you were going to have the dream? Goodness gracious. And the thunderstorm came in. You remember that? The brownie man. Yeah. Um, we've come a long way. The brownie man. Yeah, goodness gracious. What do you oh, got, man. Chris? No, it was well said. I mean, you and I have talked business, but I, I it's funny. I, the first thing that struck me, and I w- wouldn't say it as poetically as Ben just did, but same thing. I, I was like, you know, if I'm giving advice to you, it's be single embrace it yeah and i don't i don't mean go play the field and you know be a slut i just mean and if you by the way if you want to knock yourself out i don't care but it's it's take some time and that's all that's what that's what ben was saying and i agree take some time to get your sea legs about you and and you know you whether you know it or not you got rocked and you know life's a little crazy with the headlines and with all the crap going on Mm -hmm. and when we go through stuff like that you just need a minute Right. And you just need to give yourself some grace, give yourself some time. And you're a smart guy. 
and you have a lot of people around you that love you to death and like no one's i mean by no means is anyone worried about you yeah. you're doing just fine but <laughs> and you know you, the success of business and all that stuff's going to come but it's just yeah. I, what i want for you is same thing ben and all your friends want for you is to also find somebody to share it with and yeah you will yeah and you will yeah it's one of these things it's like life prepares like life only prepares you for so much you got to live you got to learn and then breakups no matter who you are are really tough and then this whole other aspect that we talked about today right like all this other noise enters and the in the only world the word i can think of is like paralysis like i, I just like sometimes you sit back and you're like I'm paralyzed. Do, do, you, do you like fight for what's right? Do you just shut the hell up? Do you just go away and never come back? Do I just click the switch off and just turn around? So it's good to hear about this because no one, no one really prepared. And you both have been through it. No one prepared. There's no book to teach you how to deal with all it's this truly stuff. Like, <laughs> it's a lot. It's truly like drinking water from a fire hose. <laughs> it's impossible. You are, you are nowhere prepared for it when you are kind of shot out of this cannon. Um, and I went through it even when, you know, when I got divorced and I started dating again, it's like, Oh my God. Like it's, it was a, you enter a world and you're like, you know, you have, it's a whole different world than when you were single before yeah. and when, when you were on the show. And so, um, enjoy that yeah. and experiment and then make your mistakes and fail and laugh about it. And then eventually you're going to get to the point where you see the ridiculousness and all of it and you're going to settle in and you'll find somebody It'll be wonderful. Exactly. And until then, enjoy it. Yeah, I think because the thing is, like, in this space, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You jump on the mic with Chris and Ben, instantly I'll get shit for just even talking, right? Yeah. Or you'll get a lot. You just don't know. And I think the biggest thing I've learned even through, like, my therapist is, like, stop. When you experience things in life, when you walk into them, think about your experience and less about how people are experiencing right. you. We get so focused in this world how everyone is experiencing and consuming us as opposed to like, what is my experience in this moment? The way I'm thinking, the way I'm talking and just continue to proceed like with character in the way that you normally would. And if you worry about your experience, the rest will fall into place. So that's what I'm trying to do. Amen. Ben Higgins, bring us home. Jason, nobody's worried about you. You're going to do that's great, nice. man. <laughs> Chris is right. You're doing, you're a, a great dude who we're just so thankful to be out here with. And uh, thanks for sitting down with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for teaching us the things that you got to teach us when it comes to, I mean, in five years, we'll be hopefully sitting, maybe not in this room, but in a different room, uh, maybe in this room. <laughs> and you're going to be teaching us uh, or teaching somebody new. Chris and I will be retired at that point, I hope. Um, <laughs> That'll be the next guy who ends yeah, up you'll broken be the next up guy trying here. to figure his I life. will be long dead yeah. by then. Yeah. But you guys can sit at my gravesite. <laughs> but you're going to be teaching somebody new who comes through this world or through a different world the same stuff we're, we're talking about today. We're like, hey, I've been in your your shoes yeah yeah and that's such a cool thing and mm -hmm. and we've seen it over and over again as we've been here for eight plus years since the show and chris i don't know 50 years <laughs> the show. just um, pour some red wine on the grave boys. yeah um this has been the couple teardrops <laughs> we've been here with the most dramatic podcast ever and the almost famous podcast um, but Jason, just thanks for hanging out with us uh, this weekend. Thank you lot. guys for having me. Hey, love you, honor. boys. Love, love you. Love you guys. Always a pleasure. Follow.
the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the most dramatic pod ever. And make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. I'll talk to you next time. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.